Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up and what's happening, everybody, and welcome into episode 145 of the Uptempo Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Blake Lane. Tonight, I'm flying solo. Uh, This is an emergency Brian Harson podcast. I didn't plan on doing one of these tonight. I was going to sit in bed with the wife, watch a little Netflix, watch a little NHL, uh, spend some quality time with the family, but... Guess what? Here we are, once again, talking about Brian Harson, which I said that I was tired of doing on this podcast because I don't know what's taking Auburn so damn long to make the move. Landon King has decided to enter the transfer portal come December 5th, 2022, when that window becomes available. And we all know that he took a medical red shirt after the Penn State game. And now tonight we find out why. And the reports that are coming out about Brian Harson are absolutely disgusting. It's pitiful. This football program is the Titanic sitting on the bottom of the fucking Atlantic Ocean right now. That's where we're at. That's where we're past Tennessee, Vanderbilt, and all those that were, you know, Tennessee was in dormant for years and Vanderbilt and Missouri and all that bullshit. We're past it. We're past it. It's over. We're at the bottom of the Atlantic with the Titanic. It's that, it's that bad. It's that bad. 
and Auburn is pathetic for not making a move right now. He should be fired tonight. He should be fired tonight. $15 million, $16 million, $18 million, $20 million, I don't give a damn. Fired tonight. Absolutely pathetic. Piss poor. And, and you know, this morning I was asked, who who is in worse shape right now? Is it Texas A&M with everything that's going on there? Or is it Auburn with everything that's going on here? And, you know, I was leaning one way this morning, but now with this news coming out, I don't know what way I'm leaning. That's why I had to get on here and do this emergency podcast because we're 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 fucking terrible. We are terrible. We are the laughing stock of college football right now. And if you think I'm kidding, just just glance on social media. If you think I'm kidding, just glance on social media and you will see everybody laughing at us. They think it's hilarious. And I'm sick to my stomach, man. This is the worst state Auburn football has ever been. It's the worst state Auburn football has ever been in in my 31 years of existence. And that's a fact, including 2012. It's absolutely piss poor, and I can't take it anymore. I can't. Brian Harson needs to be relieved of his duties tonight. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about Texas A&M. I just, man, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I really don't. Like, I'm, I'm just, this right here, man, is gut-wrenching. The reports are gut-wrenching. So I'm going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network, and then we're going to jump right in here and get after it. Uh, it's a big war damn eagle like always, though. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What is happening, everybody, and welcome back in, man. I'm I'm, I'm in a bad state right now. You know, I, I put on Snapchat a while ago, I need to find a safe space. I need to crawl into a corner and, and just let out, <laughs> let out whatever I got inside of me, man, because I'm not okay. I'm not okay after this tonight at all. One bit. It's unacceptable. But first, man, I wanted to come to each and every one of you and and talk a little bit about who is in a worse spot right now, Texas A&M or Auburn. It was a question I was asked this morning. And this morning, I was leaning more towards Texas A&M, and here's why, okay? You got a coach who has won a national championship in the name of Jimbo Fisher. He comes to Texas A&M. There's high expectations. Last year, he brings in the number one recruiting class in the country. They make a big deal about NIL. He runs his mouth at SEC Media Days. He has the little uh, skirmish with Nick Saban over the summer. There's a lot of hype around that game. And after going 8-4 and four last year, Texas A&M looks at him and says, hey, well, we want to ante up on your contract and re-sign you. So now your buyout is at $86 million. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. For you going eight and four, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna sign you to this ten year deal. We're gonna give you so much money that we're gonna put a <laughs> we're gonna give you an eighty six million dollar buyout for doing absolutely nothing. For doing absolutely nothing. And then this year, 
You lose Zach Calzada, but you bring in Max Johnson. All right. Well, folks, let's 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 pump the brakes here. Okay. Let's not act like Max Johnson is a national championship or even a college football playoff quarterback. All right. When Max Johnson transferred there, we knew it. We knew it wasn't going to lead Texas A&M to the college football playoffs. We knew that. So, you talk a bunch of shit during the off season about how you're, you know, you're going to bring it to Bama and you're here to win the West and everything. And now, you're fifth in the SEC West. You're three and four on the year. You're one and three in SEC play with your lone win coming against Arkansas on a neutral site because a field goal hit the upright at the very top and bounced out. So you win that game. You no longer have Max Johnson due to a broken hand, I believe. So now you're back at Haynes King as your starting quarterback who lost to Appalachian State at home in Kyle Field. And your offensive line's terrible. You basically have A-Chain and Stewart on offense. Your defense isn't very good. They got pushed around by App State. You gave up about five, six yards of carry that game. And you're starting to lose absolute control of your program. Jimbo Fisher, that is. You go to South Carolina and lose. Let me repeat that, folks. You go to South Carolina and lose. You remember who did that last year? Brian Harson. Brian Harson did. Okay. But my thing with A&M is you were supposed to be 9-10 wins this year. Or at least that's the way you talked. And now you're 3-4. and four. you got to play Ole Miss this weekend. It's looking like 3-5. and five. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. It ain't looking good out there in Aggieland. It is not looking good. Then the next week you welcome Florida. Then you got to go to Auburn. You get UMass, and then you welcome LSU. Your last game of the season. So you got a loss this weekend to Ole Miss. That'll be three and five. Florida's no pushover. I actually have you losing that game. So three and six at Auburn. That's a toss up right now. That's a toss-up. I'll give you the win, so four and six. UMass, five and six. And LSU, last game of the season, five and seven. Jimbo Fisher, if you go five and seven at Texas A&M, you deserve to be fired. And everybody that wants to talk about a buyout and $86 million and everything, look, people out in Texas at that university, are they're not worried about $86 million. They'll come up with it with ease. That oil money out there, it's a churning and a burning, baby. All right, it, They ain't worried about no $86 million. You hear me? So, the report this morning, or late last night, I should say, comes out that Jimbo has suspended three players, four players. It went from three to four, back to three, for smoking marijuana in the locker room before a game. Well... I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, before a home game, it probably happens more often than you think. Like, you know, we're not in there. Like, we don't know what's going on, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, no, it happened at South Carolina on the road 
in the visiting team's locker room. What what is going on at Texas A&M? I feel like you have absolutely lost control of your program. You've lost your locker room. There was reports that these kids at Texas A&M were coming out and openly recruiting players to enter the transfer portal with them while all of this was going on. And that's why they ultimately suspended these players. I don't know if that's 100% true, but that those are those are the reports that are swirling around is that things are they're so far gone at A&M. So that led me to thinking that, hey, all of this, this $86 million and, and kids smoking weed before the games and, you know, they're openly recruiting players into the transfer portal with them because they're telling them, hey, we're getting out of here. Uh, I really wanted to go to Alabama, but I come here because of NIL. But you've lost control, dog. You've lost complete control. And now you're probably not even going to make it to a bowl game. You better you better hope and pray to God you beat Florida and Auburn because I just I don't know, man. I just I don't think with Haynes King at quarterback, I just don't think you're going to win very many games. I don't even know if you beat Auburn at Jordan Hare Stadium. I really don't. I had that discussion on Facebook today. People were saying that uh, you know Auburn's not even going to beat Arkansas and they're not even going to beat A and M. Well, I disagree. With that, I think there is a chance for them to beat both of them teams. I don't think either team is very good. I don't think Arkansas is very good. We know K.J. Jefferson is not an elite passer. Uh, One of the strengths on Auburn's team this year that wasn't supposed to be a strength is the secondary. But here we are. Our secondary with D.J. James and Keontae Scott, uh, Nehemiah Pritchett, those guys have been holding it down. Dante Kaufman. Uh, those guys have been getting after it back there from side to side. And uh, it's been one of the bright spots for for this Auburn football team this year. So uh, if you can stop the run, which Auburn hasn't been able to, uh, you know, we'll talk more about this Arkansas game in a later episode. We'll get Dustin back on here. But you have a chance to win that football game. And then you look at Haynes King with A&M, and he's not an elite passer. He struggles to throw the football. His release point is probably the funkiest and weirdest thing I've seen in college football all year long. Uh, he just, I don't know. You'll have to watch it. it. It's its just a different motion than what I've ever seen in my life, honestly. It is weird. It just He doesn't look like a quarterback. So I think those two games are winnable for Auburn. Um And that's why I kind of think that I was leaning towards Texas A&M this morning as being the more dysfunctional program. A couple people didn't agree, but that's where I was sitting on it because at least you're not hearing those types of things come out of Auburn. At least until tonight. At least until tonight. And reports come out that Landon King uh, announced on his social media that he will be entering the transfer portal December 5th when it comes available. And the big thing that stuck out to me in his goodbye letter was he mentioned everything about Auburn, how much he loved Auburn, why he was a kid from Texas during the COVID stint in 2020, and why he chose Auburn, and he thanked Coach Gus Malzahn for giving him the opportunity. And he never once 
mentioned Brian Harson or any of the coaches on this staff. Not once. Now, he explained everything of why he come from Texas during COVID to Auburn because he absolutely loved Auburn. And wherever he goes, wherever his next stop is, he will show them what it's like to be an Auburn man. And he said, even though you love something so much sometimes, you have to let it go to do the right thing. So he's telling you right there, hey, I had to make a business decision. I had to make a business decision. I had to do what was best for me and my future and my life. I had to do what I thought was best. Even though I love Auburn so much, I have to think about me and how I can make it into the National Football League. And you know what's funny? We've criticized the guy so much and we've given him so much shit but it sounds a lot like Bo Nix. Sounds a lot like Bo Nix. I love Auburn so much. I love Auburn with all my heart. It was my childhood dream to be the quarterback at Auburn University. But sometimes you you have to put things aside. You have to put love aside. And you have to let it go in order to move on and do what's best for you. So now you've lost... Two players this week with Zakevius Walker transferring. That was depth on your D-line. Your front seven is even weaker now. And now you lose Landon King, who moved from tight end out to wide receiver. Made one of the best catches of the year against Penn State. Gets dragged off the field. Never thrown to again. We saw what he did last year in the Iron Bowl. 6'5 guy, plus size, can run all the routes. And you just didn't get him the football. You just didn't get him the football, point point blank. And people want to say, well, he took a medical red shirt to get his, to get his health right. And he might have. Landon might have asked for a medical red shirt because he said that he was experiencing some weight loss and he had to figure some things out. But, you know, ultimately I think he has for the red shirt because he said, hey, I'm not getting the football. If you're not going to target me, I'm going to go somewhere where I can get targets. I can get receptions. I can get my tape to NFL guys. And if that's not happening at Auburn, then I'm out. Piss poor, man, like. Do your job as a coach and get your playmakers the ball. Because you haven't done it all year. It's pathetic, man. And and after all of this with Landon King, Auburn Twitter pops off. Auburn Twitter pops off, it goes crazy. And then the Auburn Daily and Lindsey Crosby tweets out, that anonymous an anonymous source tells Auburn Daily that Brian Harson is requiring players who want a red shirt to either quit the team, drop the request, or transfer. Do what? Do what? I can't believe what I just read. 
to quit the team, drop the request, or transfer. Ladies and gentlemen, he should be fired tonight. He should be fired right away, immediately. Four calls, no buyout. Absolutely pathetic, man. Absolutely pathetic. This shit has to stop. And for all you Harsonites out there who want to keep defending this man and, oh, do you have a list of transfers of the guys that have transferred out? Well, look, the transfers are getting so bad that Harson signed eight – excuse me. Auburn signs I'm, – I'm, I'm tired of talking about Brian Harson. all right? Auburn signs 18 players in 2021, okay? 18 players in the 21 class. Nine of them have transferred out from Auburn. Nine of them. None of them thank the coach. All right? They're not thanking the coaching staff. They're thanking Gus. Hey, Gus, appreciate you for starting the the recruiting process on me. I really appreciate you giving me the look to come to Auburn University. This Harson guy, he just finished the deal. And ultimately, when I got here, I realized that I fucked up. And I shouldn't have come here. That's basically what they're saying. Because this Harson guy, he ain't it. And last year, we owe we owe Kobe Hudson and those guys an apology. We owe them an apology. Kobe Hudson told us straight up, hey, this dude don't know how to talk to me. I'm from the south. He's from the north. He 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 ain't about it. Like he don't get it. He don't get it. The way he talks to people is the wrong way. And people, if you think that's just a young kid like talking out of his ass, let me tell you something. It's called Southern hospitality, all right? And we don't talk to people like Harson talks to people. And the way he cuts up in his post-game pressers and, and his, his – uh, his preparation for game week press conferences and everything when they ask about, hey, Coach Brian Harson, has the team gotten better from week to week? And he goes, yeah, we better. You don't have to be a smart ass. We don't do that stuff here in the South. Like, that's just not how we roll. So why are you being a smart ass to the people that are actually backing you in these press conferences and these beat writers who – Try to give you the benefit of the doubt and try to give you, you know, try to reach out their hand and actually have your back and you're being a smart ass. Because we don't do that shit. That's not how we're built, man. Like and and Kobe tried to tell us that last year. And we didn't listen to him. We shamed him. And we were like, hey, you know what? You're just being soft. Go transfer now. But instead, he was telling us a message. He was leaving us something, and we didn't believe him. And now you got this bullshit where it just it's its a steady occurrence. It seems like every single week. And for all you Harsonites out there who's, oh, don't fire him right now. An interim can't do any better. Uh, we're, you know, we're still going to lose, so just let Harson wear the record. Well, guess what? Do you still want him to wear the fucking record? Because honestly, I'm sorry, excuse my French, if you don't like me cussing, I hate it, I'm sorry. But guess what, that's how pissed off I am. Because now, do you want him to wear the record? Because we're not winning, we're not winning with him. Look at Wisconsin, 
They fire Paul Christ. They hire an interim. They name an interim coach. They start winning. They knock off Purdue last week. Like, get out of here with that shit. You bring in an interim coach, maybe this team catches fire, and you get to 6-6 six and six and you go to the Birmingham Bowl. Maybe. Just so happens, maybe. You never know until you try. But all this shit about him wearing the record, I don't give a damn what Brian Harson does after he leaves Auburn University because this has been the biggest clown show ever at Auburn. And this is pathetic that he's asking kids to quit the team if they ask for a red shirt. Or they have to give a medical excuse. That's pathetic. It's piss poor. He should be fired tonight. But in my opinion, he should have been fired after the Penn State game after he lost by 29 fucking points at home in Jordan-Hare Stadium. But remember when I told you that game was do or die for Auburn football? And we died. We laid there on the field, on the AU, and we died. Our fan base left in the third quarter. I was there. I remember it like it was yesterday. And it was absolutely embarrassing. It was embarrassing. It's pathetic. Auburn football sucks. And each of each one of you who keeps sitting in your little corner and saying, oh, no, Auburn football has a chance. Let's keep him one more year. Get out. Get out. I'm tired of you being here. I'm sick of it. Get out. Get as far away from the program as you possibly can. Because we suck. We suck. And that's facts. Sometimes facts, you hate to hear them, but it's it's best that way. It's best to just to just uh, take it on the chin and hear it straight up. Boy, you, you got to go to Tuscaloosa. You're really gonna let this man walk into Tuscaloosa? You're gonna let him walk into Tuscaloosa and get absolutely pummeled? They're gonna beat us by fifty. Fifty. You hear me? Y'all think y'all think that's cool? Man, give me an interim. Give me Zach Etheridge walking into Tuscaloosa. Maybe we got a little fucking swagger behind us. Maybe we got some swagger behind us. We got a little confidence behind us. Just so maybe. Instead, you got players that, that I know I know somebody right now who just told me 15 minutes ago. I don't want to name any names, but he's talked to a player this year. And it ain't good. It ain't good. I'm not going to mention either's name, but it ain't good. And he said that player has zero confidence right now. He doesn't know where the program's going. He's lost. And the shit's embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. So guess what? Now with this news tonight, I'm going to change my pick from A&M being a bigger dumpster fire, and I'm going to put that bitch back on Auburn and say Auburn's the bigger dumpster fire right now because this shit is flat out pathetic. And like I said, it's the worst that the Auburn football program has been in my 31 years of existence, and I'm ending this podcast on that. War damn eagle, fire Brian Harson, and I'm out. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 